What's up, Broncos country? Welcome back inside the UC Health Training Center for today's edition of Broncos Now. Team reporter and host Sydney Jones here. And coming up on this episode, we'll hear from quarterback Russell Wilson, head coach Nathaniel Hackett, and safety Kareem Jackson as they spoke to the media today. Plus, I'll have an injury update. And Phil Milani joins the show to discuss some of the top storylines surrounding the team. All that and more coming up. Broncos were back at practice today as the team starts to prepare for their home opener versus Texans at Empower Field at Mile High this Sunday. And as the Broncos turn the page, quarterback Russell Wilson spoke to the media and discussed what the key is to being great. It's all about how you respond. Well, I think, first of all, I think confidence should never waver. I think if you're truly confident, you don't really waver much. Um, but I think also, too, I think we have a great team. I think everybody knows that. I think a lot of people got to see that, you know, on Monday night. Just you got to finish, you know, these little things. You can't, you can't, you can't give up the ball and all that. That's, that's just the name of the game in this game. Um, but our confidence isn't wavering. I think also, too, you know, um, you know, one of the things I told the guys, we just had a walkthrough, for example, and I was telling the guys in our, in our walkthrough afterwards after we broke it down, I was telling them, I said, listen, the thing about great teams is they always respond. If you want to be a championship team, you got to respond. So how are we going to respond today? And then uh, we got it down the day tomorrow. Hopefully, um, if God wakes us up, we got another day to do it again and another day to do it again. And so uh, it's all about response. It's all about attitude. It's all about mentality, language, uh, staying focused on the task. And the biggest news surrounding the team today is that safety Justin Simmons was placed on injured reserve and will miss at least four weeks. Kochak had said that Simmons suffered a quad injury on a Monday night in Seattle. He, he's a competitor. I mean, he's one of those guys. I mean, he, he played the whole game uh, with it. I mean, I, I got so much respect for him just as a person and as a player. Safety Kareem Jackson also spoke on Simmons's injury and discussed how hard it will be to replace him. I mean, it's hard to replace a guy like Justin Simmons. You know, what he does for our, our defense, uh, what he does in the locker room is for this team uh, with his leadership, you know, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's tough, you know. Um, I'm sure everybody in, in the community knows what type of guy he is on and off the field. But it's, um, I mean, for us, we kind of pride ourselves on having, you know, the next guy available ready. You know, um, and, and, and Caden Stearns played a, a, a ton of ball in this league in such a short time, you know. So uh, I think he's very... I think he's very ready for for the situation and for the opportunity, and um, I think he'll come in. I think he'll play great. In a corresponding move, the Broncos promoted cornerback Isang Bassi to the active roster and signed veteran safety Anthony Harris to the practice squad. Monday night's loss obviously wasn't the way the team had wanted to open the season, but Russell Wilson really liked how the team responded to adversity. I'm always encouraged. I'm never discouraged. <laughs> um, but I think that... Um, you always you always want to win. I mean, that's that's what I play the game for to to win. But um, I think that um, what I saw on, from our our team was our ability for us to respond in the midst of adversity, in the midst of a game. You know, and obviously we had penalties, we had different things happen throughout the game that didn't go our way. Um, but with you know a minute and less or so, uh, we had the chance to win the game. And uh, I believe. Uh, you know, one, number one in myself, but two, I believe in this football team, what we can do. And if we're in those chances, you know, down the road, um, we're going to win a lot of those games because you have to go through a little bit of adversity to get to the other side, you know, and that's just what it is. Um, you know, if you, if you want, you, you got you to be able to have a little challenge and a little, you know, I always say adversity tolerance to be able to get to the other side of, of greatness and what that looks like. 
And so um, that, that game was obviously a great one, and I think I'm looking forward to, to the next one. You went on to say that you have to have amnesia playing this game. You have to focus on the next play and the next moment, this next moment being the team's home opener. Yeah, I'm super excited uh, to play here at home. I, I've obviously got an experience, you know, the home energy during preseason and, and running out for the first time, but this is going to be this is going to be a monumental moment, you know, in, just in a way for me. I'm excited about it um, because you know these fans are, are the best in the world. I, I was I was I was stunned, you know, how how many fans were able to travel to the game up in Seattle. I mean, it was just you know tons of orange in the crowd and just how loud it was, and it was a really special crowd there. And so to come here and to play at home um, in the stadium and Power Field and uh, Mile High, it's going to be really special. I, I can't wait. And as we wrap up the top news of the day, let's take a look at today's injury update. Defensive lineman Deshaun Williams, guard Quinn Miners, outside linebacker Randy Gregory, wide receiver KJ Hamler, and inside linebacker Josie Jewell all did not participate in practice today. Cornerback K1 Williams was limited with a wrist injury, and offensive lineman Billy Turner was a full participant. Now joining me here in the Broncos podcast studio is fellow team reporter Phil Milani as we dive a little deeper deeper into today's top storylines. Phil, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me, Sid. A lot of news to get to today. I know a lot of news to get to. I think the biggest news today is of Justin Simmons. You know, he was placed on injured reserve and will miss at least four weeks. Phil, what does this mean for the secondary? I mean, he's a hard guy to try and replace. Well, thankfully, the way the Broncos schedule sets up, like he'll be back for really that home stretch, uh, hopefully. I mean, uh, uh, the first game that he can come back against is uh, the L.A. Chargers. Mm -hmm. They'll certainly need him for a game like that. So uh, hopefully it is just four games. But, yeah, they're going to have to figure out some stuff. They promoted uh, Isain Bassey to come Mm -hmm. up to the active roster. They signed Anthony Harris uh, to the practice squad. I think that if Justin's going to be out a a long time, they'll bump him up probably eventually. Uh, A guy who's played in the league for seven years, uh, had a couple of good years there with Minnesota, was with the Eagles last year, uh, a little bit older, but maybe he could still uh, provide some uh, effort there in the secondary. It's kind of hard to imagine a game without Justin Simmons. I mean, he hasn't missed a game in what? Mr. Reliable, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he not only doesn't he miss games, he doesn't like go off the field at all. Right. Always plays 100% of the snaps. Uh, he's that guy who, uh, you know, is the communicator back there in the secondary, always making sure everybody's on the right page. So uh, they're definitely going to miss Justin. I mean, uh, yeah. there's a reason why the Broncos signed him to that big contract uh, before last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's a reliable guy. And, uh, you know, he's just... Uh, you know, you just always expect them to be back there, but now now he won't be. Yep, unfortunate news. Coach Hackett also announced today that guard Quinn Miners will miss some da- time due to a hamstring injury that he suffered versus the Seahawks. We did see Graham Glasgow come in and play in his absence. And we also heard today that Billy Turner was a full participant at practice. We've heard time and time and again from Coach Hackett just how versatile Billy is on the line. So, I mean, that's got to be good timing, isn't it? Yeah, most definitely. I mean, they, they want Billy Turner to be back there. But yeah. Russell Wilson was asked about uh, how the offensive line looked uh, earlier today, and he said that they played great. Yeah. And I think that, of course, your quarterback is always going to support his offensive line. But there were times where uh, the pass pro broke down. Russell Wilson took a couple of big hits 
in that game. Obviously, uh, the most notable play probably is when Javante Williams fumbled there. Yeah. Uh, it was so loud at Lumen Field that not everybody got the audible in that situation. Mm-hmm. It was originally going to be a run. Uh, Russell Wilson tried to change, or it was originally going to be a pass. pass. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Russell Wilson tried to change the play to a, to a run. Graham Glasgow did not hear that. Dropped back into his pass pro set, and of course, uh, ended up going backwards into Javante. So, um, uh, you know, this is uh, one of the things about how the offensive line, they didn't really play together as a whole unit. Yeah. Uh, they didn't really gel together because, you know, Nathaniel Hackett understandably wanted some of that versatility there. But I do think that the more that they play together, the better they're going to get. But uh, definitely some things that they will want to work on. As a whole team has said a lot this week that there's a lot of stuff they want to correct as they turn the page to the Texans. Absolutely. Well, outside of the injury news, you know, Russell Wilson, he spoke with the media today and covered a lot of ground in his press conference, you know, starting with Monday night's game. He thought the offense really moved the ball well, you know, in the run game and through the air. But what kind of what were your observations from Monday night's game? How do you think the offense performed? They really were able to move yeah. the ball a lot. I mean, uh, Russell Wilson, if you look at his final numbers, they were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were able to get into scoring position a lot. They just couldn't finish those drives. And so um, I thought that Jerry Judy to get in the end zone after uh, missing out all last year, I thought that was a good sign. Mm -hmm. Uh, Corlin Sutton had a bunch of catches, although the wide receivers weren't targeted early, uh, but they were trying to take away stuff on the outside there. So uh, Russell Wilson was trying to take what they were giving him. But uh, eventually he got everybody involved. Uh, KJ Handler, uh, not so much, but today Nathaniel Hackett said they're trying to spread the ball around. So um, I did think that they were able to move the ball. Melvin Gordon uh, and uh, Javante Williams really involved. I think Javante Williams had like 11 catches in the game, which that was sort of surprising Surprising. to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Melvin Gordon had more carries than Javante, Mm -hmm. also surprising there. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that if they are just able to finish some of those drives, you're talking about a much different ballgame. Absolutely. It was nice to see Andrew Beck. Yeah. What a catch. Oh my gosh. That first catch uh, or the second catch he had that one hander. The one handed. Yeah. Gosh, I didn't know he could do that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think a lot of people did. (laughs) Well, but one thing I liked um, from press today was that Russell and coach Hackett both talked about their communication in the game and said that it was really, really great. And it felt like they'd been calling the games together for years. Yeah. That was interesting because Russell Wilson said, even though he wasn't out there physically during the preseason, he had, uh, you know, an earpiece in, he was able to hear all of the calls as if he were in the game mentally. And then when they got to the line of scrimmage, what kind of checks he would make. And Mm -hmm. so then when it comes time to be in Seattle, uh, hearing Nathaniel Hackett's uh, voice in his ear wasn't a foreign thing to him. Right. And they've been doing that during training camp and practice a lot too, where, you know, Nathaniel Hackett will be on the sideline with a little walkie talkie going right into his helmet. So uh, that part of it, I think was good despite some of the pre-snap, you know, uh, snafus from the Broncos, a uh, couple of delay games there. It didn't seem like that was necessarily uh, just coming down to communication from Nathaniel Hackett to Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Well, one last thing here for you, Phil. Let's talk about the defense a little bit. You know, we saw them struggle really in the first half of the game, allowing 17 points, but, you know, shut out the Seahawks in the second. We heard from Kareem Jackson today as he spoke with the media. He said the biggest change there at halftime was communication. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, the two touchdowns that Seattle had, it looked like they were blowing coverages um, to the two tight ends there. So it, it did seem like once they got things on the all all together and they were all playing on the same page 
looked like a completely different defense. I mean, Seattle only had 34 yards of offense in the second half. Mm -hmm. So uh, they were doing something right in that second half. Kareem Jackson said that's what it is supposed to look like. So uh, the defense looked pretty good. I mean, Bradley Chubb was really the Bradley Chubb that we've all uh, thought that he would be, you know, Uh, Mm -hmm. even after the game, he said that he'd like to be more dominant, but I thought Chubb uh, looked pretty good, had the strip sack, had another sack. Mm -hmm. Nice to see Randy Gregory make a big play. So uh, those edge rushers were, you know, doing their job. And then I thought Pat Sertan had had a really good game, too. Yep. Fortunately, didn't get the win, but there were a lot of positives coming out of that game for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, it does come down to just wins or yeah. losses. So uh, not what the Broncos wanted to do there. Mm-hmm. I think uh, a lot of things that they need to clean up. Easier to clean up those mistakes after a win. Right. You know, so the loss, you know, uh, sort of a negative taste in your mouth. But uh, the nice thing is that it's a short week. Yeah. The Broncos had Thursday off, but they're right back to work here on Wednesday. And uh, now they can try and get get after this Texans team. But, Sydney, this is kind of like a must win at this point, you know, yeah. uh, as crazy as that sounds. But Home you can't opener. start 0-2 in, nope. in the league, and especially with this division and how the schedule gets later on in the year. Right. You have to win these games that, you, that you're supposed to win. And I think that the, the Broncos – they're going to be favored in this game. They are favored in this game, so uh, they they need to take care of business. Well, they will look to get that win at the home opener this Sunday. Yeah, it should be rocking. I mean, yeah, I think fans want to see Russ. Even after the loss, there's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of things that uh, is, yeah. fans should be really pumped up about. So Definitely. Well, Phil, looking forward to it. Appreciate your time. Thank you, Sid. Appreciate it. And we're back in the locker room today before practice and caught up with a few players. Safety Caden Stearns discussed his mindset if he gets called upon to play in Simmons's place. And tight end and fullback Andrew Beck spoke on Monday night's game and how Russell Wilson is leading the team. Just him, him and the communication between him and uh, K-Jack. Uh, just a lot of small talk, but... Uh, you know, I, I found myself pretty smart out there as far as IQ wise. So I plan to do the same thing. You know, um, like I said, with a, with a guy like that going out, you got to make sure you're on your P's and Q's so, mm-hmm. to replace him. So to make sure there's no fall off. So. He, he's the leader. Everybody knows that he is. So he knows that we don't need to hit the panic button yet. There's a couple of things that we can fix and, and we'll be just fine. So, you know, hearing that from him obviously builds confidence in us a little bit that we're still in a good spot. Well, that'll do it for today's episode of Broncos Now. Broncos Country, thanks so much for tuning in today and every day for another episode. Make sure to meet me right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network in YouTube tomorrow evening for another one. I'll see you all then.